According to research that was published by HBR and included answers from 17,000 managers, managers receive their first leadership training only about 10 years after they begin supervising, which is kind of like you were skiing for 10 years and only then you start taking ski lessons. It's ridiculous and it is backwards. It's also hurtful and inefficient in the process. We're going to talk about what the costs and the risks are of delaying leadership training and why it matters so much to set yourself up for success. The moment that you move into a leadership role at that point and as soon as possible, you want to get that leadership training in. It's like taking the ski lessons early on. Today is better than a year from today, and today is also likely better than a month from today. Here's the question. How do you successfully transition into your first official leadership role, build the confidence and competence to lead your team successfully, and establish yourself as a respected and trusted leader across the organization? That's the question, and this show provides the answers. Welcome to the Manager Track Podcast. I'm your host, Ramona Shaw, and I'm on a mission to create workplaces where work is not seen as a source of stress and dread, but as a source of contribution, connection, and fulfillment. And this transition starts with developing a new generation of leaders who know how to lead so everyone wins and grows. In this show, you learn how to think, communicate, and act as the confident and competent leader you know you can be. Welcome to this episode of the Manager Track Podcast. Today, I want to talk about a topic that I'm pretty passionate about. Because here's the thing that I noticed, and this is something that came up in the past couple of weeks when I speak to people who reach out to me and are interested in leadership training. And when I ask them when they want to get started, sometimes they say, well, in the next few months, I'm going to have first have to get up to speed on my job. And then I think in about three to four months, I'll be ready for leadership training. And so the idea of delaying leadership training, although four months into the job is still early compared to 10 years into the job, like we talked about in the intro. But nevertheless, I want to address this idea of delaying leadership training and what can happen if we do so. Now, one thing up front, the people who come to me, they sometimes have really good reasons why starting four months from today would be the right time to join the leadership accelerator. I'm not saying that there's never a good reason to wait a few months. There is never a good reason to wait for years. That I know for sure. But figuring out what is that right time early on to get started will be something that's very situational. The general message though is every month that you delay leadership training, you're paying a cost. You're going to have risks in the process. And I'm going to talk about what those risks are and why these matter so much. Because generally speaking, Delaying any leadership training because you think you are too busy and don't have the capacity right now to take that on is likely a short-sighted decision. Yes, in the beginning, it's one other thing that you add to the plate, but within weeks, you'll start to notice how the things that you learn will actually give you time back because you get better at saying no. You're going to have to manage your time better. You're going to be more planned, more prepared. You're going to have clarity on your expectations. You know what to say yes to and what to say no to. You know how to prevent conflict and help your team members be set up for success. You know how to run meetings. You know how to better communicate. All these things can be time consuming if done ineffectively. And so, yes, in the beginning, this is one more thing that you add, but quickly you'll see 
how because of your ability to communicate more effectively, to plan better, to execute better, will give you time back in the process. So making a decision that's taking into account the long-term perspective is really, really important here. Just like I said in the beginning with the skiing analogy, you don't want to ski for months, years, and then decide to hire a ski instructor. It just doesn't make sense. When you learn how to ski, that's the moment you want to hire an instructor so that instructor can tell you how to move your body, how to move your legs, how to stop, how to turn, how to use your poles, and how not to wear out your energy, but to ski down the hill in energy efficiently so that you can do runs after runs without getting hurt and without feeling exhausted after only a couple of runs. Because if that's not in place, not only will you be less effective in your job, But also as a side effect of that is that many new managers lose confidence in the process. They may get into a challenging situation with an employee. They may actually have someone who's underperforming. They don't know how to best coach them or what to do about it. Or they know they should be giving feedback, but they don't know how. And so they attempt it. They might send an email as a feedback and that blows up in their face because the other person misinterpreted their tonality in the email. They say something on the side, but that flows up in their face because they didn't know how to give feedback in a way that doesn't trigger a defense mechanism and doesn't escalate into a conflict. So that's what this episode is about. I'm going to specifically focus on three challenges because I do truly believe, and I think you get my passion here about this, I do truly believe that the most new managers that fail, fail because they didn't have leadership training in place. And they may get to that realization way too late in the process where their reputation has already been built, their relationships have already been impacted, trust has been eroded in the process and credibility is no longer there. So we want to get a head start of this, right? So we want to get ourselves set up for success. We want to get that leadership training in place. Now, let me get a little bit more clear here because I talk about these three things. So let's get into it because I talk about the three specific reasons why delaying leadership training is a risky decision. The first one is about the fact that when we don't get leadership training early on, naturally we will develop a habits and some of these habits may not be effective. So just got like skiing, I'm going back to that analogy. If you ski down the mountains and you've never had any ski lessons, you are probably going to try to sort of stop at some point and use, move your legs some way. And every time you take a turn or you want to stop, your brain is starting to build a pattern of like, oh, okay, if I do this, that's how I stop. If I shift my weight that way, that's going to make me turn. So your body is really, really looking to create patterns and make sense of what you're learning on the job. And so whether that's an effective way to do it or not doesn't matter. As long as it's a pattern, your brain will capture that information. And every time you do it, it will make that connection stronger. So if you then down the road realize, oh shoot, the way that I've managed my one-on-ones or the ways that I've delegated work or the ways that I said yes to all the things and then became sort of that central bottleneck is now getting in the way of me being effective. But it's way harder to unlearn these habits and develop new ones than to develop strong habits out of the gate. 
So in that early phase, when you are on a new job and you are exposed to situations where you have to step in and learn new skills, that is the moment you want to get the training in place so that you're building the effective habits and you're not just forming patterns based on an uninformed and unintentional as well as unconscious approach. For example, for a while, people were taught to give feedback with the feedback sandwich. And so every conversation, they would start with saying something positive, then giving negative feedback or constructive feedback, and then ending it again with something positive. Now, what we know now is that actually is counter-effective. It's not helping the recipient to really hear the praise or the criticism. It's way more effective to go straight into the critical feedback and be very upfront and not to follow that praise, criticism, praise framework. But if that was what you've been taught or that's the habit that you developed to unlearn that and relearn something else can be challenging and really uncomfortable. If you learn how to get feedback from day one and how to do so well while still uncomfortable, but it would not be that hard to learn. And by the way, if you're now thinking, well, but these habits form over the course of a year or many, many months, it's actually not true. Those habits can start to build over the course of weeks because your brain is so keen to building patterns. And that's the big risk. So number one is delaying leadership training will cause you to develop ineffective leadership habits that then you'll have to unlearn and relearn better habits, just like unlearning how to ski and then relearning it. Another example here, I used to be a synchronized swimmer when I was a teenager, but I learned swimming through, I don't know, swim school a little bit, but I wasn't a real swimmer. And then when I joined the synchronized swimming team, I actually had to unlearn my swimming techniques. The coach made me go forth and back for weeks, if not months, to help me change the way that I position my hand, the way I move my body, the way I move my legs, just so that I would learn how to be able to swim energy efficiently and use my body well. But I had to unlearn those habits because the way I moved my legs, for example, I didn't even notice that I was off, that I was imbalanced. But her pointing this out, me unlearning it and relearning it took months to do. And all the time up until then, I actually didn't realize I was swimming with improper technique and very energy inefficiently. And that's what happens with leadership often, right? We do something, we actually don't quite notice that we're doing it ineffectively until it blows up or until we have performance issues or disengagement or retention issues on our team or conflict that's coming up and boiling up because of these little inefficient moments or behaviors stacking up and building frustration, disconnect, lack of trust or frustrations on the team. And then when a big event happens, it all bubbles to the surface. We want to capture those habits and those behaviors early on and develop strong ones. Okay, I think I honed that in a lot. So let's move on to the second risk. The second risk is that if you're not taking leadership training is that you're not learning from other people's mistakes. Yes, you're hopefully learning from your own mistakes, which is good. But learning from other people's mistakes is really the thing that's going to improve and accelerate your learning curve because you don't have to go through the same learning curve as everyone else leading a team is challenging and it's filled with landmines and trust me I stepped into many many of those landmines and I wished I had leadership training early on and I wished someone had been able to point that out and say like hey 
if you do this, pay attention to that because here is how this could play out. So don't be surprised. By learning from other people's mistake, I personally, and I see many of my clients, they learn so much and are able to prevent challenging situations or conflicts with team members or negative interactions with a boss or a peer and the like. It's easier, smoother, less time consuming and less stressful in the process if you're not only learning from your own mistakes, but also from those who've gone before you who've already went through that learning curve. And so to be clear, making mistakes is inevitable in this process of becoming a better leader. And that's totally okay. But there are many mistakes that could absolutely be prevented if you have good leadership training and a support and a coach and a strong mentor on the sideline who can help expand your perspective so that you see what's coming your way and what might actually be in your blind spot and then be really conscious and intentional with your actions. So that's the second risk. The second risk is that you rely only on learning from your own mistakes through trial and error, but you're not actually accelerating your growth by learning from other people's mistakes. The third risk of delaying leadership training is you're missing the window of peak learning. Whenever we're in a new role, in a new circumstance, Our brains are on high alert. We're soaking up information and our brains are creating new synopsises and we're looking for patterns and pattern recognition. Our brains want to and are wired to run effectively and to constantly be looking for patterns. So in a new situation, our brain is really, really trying to make sense of it and to identify the patterns in the moment. And so as we're exposed to new stakeholders, part of new meetings, we're in developing new relationships with a boss and our team members, we're doing new work and have responsibilities we haven't taken on before. You're like a sponge, which is, by the way, I think it's amazing. When I observe clients go through the leadership accelerator, for example, they're in that peak learning phase and they come back to me week after week and they share wins and things that they've tried and how it worked out and insights that they had in those moments. I can really see how inside their brain is a little firework going on because things start to fall into place. They start to develop these patterns. They practice it. They see how it's working and they start to feel really good about their own competence and with that, their confidence. It's really amazing to see. It starts from the way that they communicate, the way they give feedback, the way they coach and lead, the way that they plan their time and remove distractions, the way that they focus on strategic work and communicate and manage upwards, and the list goes on. But in this initial phase, when sort of the pressure is on, we know that all eyes are on you, your team members are trying to figure you out and see if they can trust you. Your boss is trying to see if you're living up to the challenge. Your peers are looking to you to see who you are and how you lead. And with this subtle level of stress and pressure, you are on high alert. And this is a really unique moment in time. For example, I remember that when I gave birth to my first child and I was trying to learn how to be a parent, My brain was a sponge. I was soaking up books and I was listening to podcasts and I was attending workshops and really trying to figure this out and to practice what I'm learning. Well, then, you know, I had two more kids and and now they're all a little bit bigger. And at this moment, when I come across a parenting book, I might skim through, might look for something, but never with the same level of intensity that I did when I had my first child. So that's another example of how this shows up. So leveraging this initial moment when your brain's on to learn and develop patterns, capitalize on it with the help of leadership training is something that is really important. And it only happens once. 
six months into your job, a year into your job, that subtle stress and pressure that makes your brain open up and be so receptive, that will start to close down. So let's wrap this up. Let me recap. The first one is that you develop ineffective habits without leadership training. The second risk is that you're not learning from other people's mistakes, but only rely on your own trial and errors. And the third one was that you're missing out on that initial phase where your brain is like a sponge trying to soak up as much as possible. These are the three big risks and costs of delaying leadership training. So if you're in a situation right now where you feel like, oh, you know, I'm about to be promoted, I just got promoted, or I'm already in my role and have been here for a few months or even a couple of years, but I've never really built that foundation. Today will be better than next month. Today will be better than next year. So if you're in that situation right now where you're about to step into a leadership role or recently did, or maybe you're already leading for a few years, but you've never had any proper leadership training, then this is the moment to look into it. I highly encourage you to check out the Leadership Accelerator. There is a way to apply and to schedule a call with me directly to see if this is the right fit for you based on where you're at in your personal situation. So you can get started and set yourself up for success. I hope to chat with you soon and I'll see you back here on the podcast next week. Thanks for listening and bye-bye. If you love this show, then you love even more my free training for new managers. If you haven't watched this training yet, then I'll strongly encourage you to sign up at RamonaShaw.com forward slash masterclass. You'll discover the key shifts you'll need to make as a new manager and the number one most common mistake to avoid. Plus, you'll walk away with actionable tips that you can apply in your role right away. Go to RamonaShaw.com forward slash masterclass to sign up.